Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I am your last preparation for Christmas proper, so I hope you got your notepads out. <laughs> this is it. It's your last chance. I mean, we're not giving gift suggestions today, are we? No. Oh. We're giving life guidance. Oh. As always. Okay. But this is it. If you hope to get it right before Christmas 2022, yeah. this is your last chance. Okay. I hope to get it right. I'm concerned that you're my last chance. I'm con- I'm not your last chance. This is your last chance, and I'm concerned that you may not make the cut for 2022. I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's it's been a year of a lot of near misses for both of us. Yeah. Except that's not true either. I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> even. Um, but it we- is the last show before Christmas. Yeah. It might be the last show of 2022. It might be the last show ever. But definitely before Christmas. What if we did just stop? <laughs> we were just like, that's it. It's been a good run, everybody. I feel like we have a few times, and then we started again before the next episode was due. <laughs> I think that's accurate. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't get to say it, but this, I am joined by my husband, Kyle, as I always am on a Monday. The biggest idiot in your life. No, that's not right. It's true. There's um, other idiots, too. <laughs> It is. We fight vehemently to see who might be the biggest, and I lose regularly. That means you're not the biggest idiot in my right. life? Okay, right. good. All right. Um, you are so correct, sir. As we record, it is one week until Christmas Day. Christmas? Yeah. The Joke's tr- on all the non-Catholics or people that don't go to Mass, period. Uh, is that how it goes? I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think abide there's any by jokes that rule. on anybody. Well, I think there's always jokes on all of us. They just aren't funny. Hey, tonight's also the start of Hanukkah. Okay. Sounds like it's also the start of your youngest son waking up. Do we need to take a breath? And Nope, he's asleep. He's just having a fitful nap. Okay. He doesn't 
rest well at home. This is well established. And he's only eaten sugar today. <laughs> yup. So he's quite fitful. Donuts and chocolate milk, or what did he call it when he spilled it all over himself? Chocolate water. Chocolate water. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, okay, we had donuts earlier for the children, and uh, I got some Nesquik at the donut shop, and they were delighted. So Nico's sitting here. He leaves the table, comes back wearing a totally different shirt. And I was like, Nico, what happened to your other shirt? And he was like, I spilled water on it. And I said, you're drinking water? And he's like, chocolate water. Yes. It was the Nesquik chocolate milk. Is it Nesquik or just Nestle's chocolate milk? This was specifically Nesquik. Okay, I'm just asking. I wasn't looking to mansplain it. I'm just curious. It's been a long time since I've had any milks, any milks of the chocolate variety, or anything that I would brand as a product of Nestle. JK got curious about what is the name of the Nestle bunny yes. mascot. We gave it a quick Quite boog. unfortunately, we now know the name. <laughs> they uh, they made the interesting choice to go with Quickie. Yeah. Here's anybody in the mood for a Quickie? Stop by the convenience store? That's <laughs> terrible. They, there was, they didn't workshop that one well. They didn't workshop it. They ran it past nobody. Mm-mm. No focus groups got to nope. weigh in on Quickie being the name of their this mascot. This was a case of... Nepotism. Somebody in the family suggested it, and somebody else was just like, "Good, my my family recommended it. We're we're all going for a quickie." Yep. And speaking of J.K., unfortunately for him, but a good life lesson for him. Um, not too long ago, within this calendar year, another trip to the donut shop. I had for a quickie. <laughs> I had picked up. I think it was strawberry milks. And brought him home. Kids were excited. Hooray, hooray. J.K. takes a big swig of his. And he's like, a big gulp. And he's like, Mom, I think there's something wrong with this. And it sure enough was expired. There's nothing worse than an expired quickie. Yes. Or an expired milk of any variety or any source. Yes. I mean, I'm thinking even expired oat milk would be bad. How could it not be? It's bad to begin with. No offense to anybody who likes it. Or has to drink it. Or has to drink it. You have lactose Listen, privilege. Nobody has to drink oat milk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there were there were millennia that went by when no oats were being milked. Yeah, that's true. Now you don't have lactose intolerance. I do a little. You have ice cream intolerance. Um, they're not terribly different okay. than one another. One just tastes better. Yes. Anyway, J.K. made me show him with his, so he could see it and yes. read it with his own very eyes that this Nesquik was not expired before he would take a drink. I could have gotten on board with, except he'd already drank half of it before he insisted upon validation. And at which point I'm like, you get sick, you deserve it. You, you drank half the bottle. Well, no one got sick, but they did have a lot not of sugar yet. today. They, they, yes, there's been a lot of sugar. Okay. Um, hey. Hey. You finished a series this week. I did. And you didn't even have to watch it in check. You could well, have. I did, in fact. Portions. I have a lot of gripes. Good. 
That's great for a show called Awesome it's a, it's a new segment Perfect of the episode content. we're introducing called Listen Here, You Jackass. Okay, um, is that not what all of Awesome Today has been? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Who's the jackass, though? Yeah. Okay. It's me. I knew because you paused and you wouldn't say it. I was going to say everyone in the world except you. Yeah, that's... Is that a child? What's going on? He's fine. He's just okay. got the sleep cups. Um, I have, I shouldn't say I have lots of gripe. I have one more gripe against the the HBO Cinemax programmed by a drunk five-year-old interface. Mm-hmm. Every, other, every other service that we hire, if you stop mid-episode... Like I just can't. I I can't stay awake. I got to go do a thing. Whatever. I stop when I come back and I press play. It picks up it where picks, I left off. That totally makes sense. It's yeah. the only logical way. Not this one. No. You stop in the middle. It shows you. It shows you on screen a progress bar. Like here's where you were, and then it starts all the way over <laughs> at the like, very damn beginning credits and all. <laughs> They're like, remember this point. Yeah. Remember this timestamp, okay? Because we're going to start it over. This is what you're missing out on because you didn't just binge watch the whole thing with no breaks, no bathroom. You lazy bastard. Pretty much. It's very condemning. It's just irresponsible. Of course. In every way, shape, or form, it's like, even if you're accounting for incompetence in the people around you, this continues to disappoint in ways that were never expected. Well... In spite of all of that trouble and shenanigans. <laughs> Indeed, shenanigans. You were able to finish House of the Dragon. I did. What'd you think? It was it was worth watching. It was entertaining. It's stressful. Because ultimately, at least this first season has seemed like an expose into family drama. Mm-hmm. And... Often in a very aggressive way, which may or may not be acceptable to people. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty aggressive. Um, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't. I would never rewatch it. Okay. Do you think you'll watch season two when it should drop? Eventually, okay. it depends what else is loaded up in the queue and yeah. how much of the digital world I've not consumed at that point. I'll get to it at some point. Okay. In the interim, you picked something over back on Netflix, your home base. I picked something over back on. Could we get more prepositions in here, please? Wow. I feel very confused. I, I don't know whether to go very... over, under, around, through. Okay, sorry. You take over. I don't even know where right you're words. going. I'm just trying to find out how to join you there. Okay. Over on Netflix, your home base. You picked a little something to do a rewatch of. I did. I didn't mean to be uh, chafy, mm-hmm. condemning. Okay. I was truly confused. I didn't know which way to to approach the log <laughs> as I was taught prepositions. <laughs> All right. What are you rewatching? Anything you can do to a log. That's the <laughs> series I'll be releasing on Netflix. Oh it's, my god. That's literally how I learned prepositions, and because that was introduced at a formative age, I cannot forget it. Mm -hmm. Um, What am I watching? 
Did you look up the the thing? Is it just Viking? I believe it is just Viking. Or is it plural, Vikings? Maybe it's Vikings. Okay. I feel like you didn't do the appropriate homework. I didn't homework. look it up. I feel if people like, just yeah. start typing in Viking on Netflix, no. they'll find it. Look, there's a lot. There's a lot of Viking, Vikings, the Vikings, Vikings Valhalla. There's so many Vikings things. No, no one has any hope of finding the thing that I watched. I have no friends in the Viking verse. <laughs> I'm all alone on a boat with a crappy sail and not enough people to row it. Damn it. You did it on purpose. You like to see me suffer. I do. I will admit to that. Um, Whichever one this is. Yes. It's the one that has a new season coming out. Many of them are good. Many of them are good. Quite enjoyable. And I believe originally the first one of them that I watched was put out by the History Channel, of all places, and focused on the life of Ragnar Lothbrok, perhaps, is how you would say it. Okay. Um, This is after his his stint, where he came from uh, nothingness into being the king... Ish of Catechut. Oh. Which is an area he was one of the first ones, at least as the lore goes, that figured out the unfindable science of crossing the ocean, being able to get back and forth from a planned point, um because, you know, navigation and whatnot and certainly. They didn't have the stars. They only had the sun, evidently. I don't know. That was the whole thing for that that portion of the series. This one focuses later. Catechet still exists. The Vikings had established some semi-cooperative existence in England. Yeah. And then one of the English kings basically exterminated all of them. And so now you've got a new group who's gathering at Catechet to travel across um, this is this series introduces exposure to Leif Erikson or ah. Leif Erikson, however you want to say it. Look at you doing, doing my best. I've consumed a lot of that. Yeah, um, the son, of course, of Eric the Red, Eric's son. Get Erickson. it, Eric the Red? The uh, oh, Fred, what's the the Viking word? Um, I'm going to draw a blank and feel embarrassed later when I remember. It doesn't matter. He was he was a berserker. Which is a thing, mm-hmm. if you're into all that. It's not fun to watch, maybe. Okay. It's pretty visceral. All but right. anyway, the series, it, it goes that path. It's his introduction, as long as uh, along with another crew from Greenland, which of course isn't green. Iceland's the one that's green. It's a whole trick they played over there. So tricky. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot. It's good, though. I've been enjoying it, and I've not felt guilty sleeping through it, because I've seen it all before. Yeah. Okay. And you said there's a you've demanded there's a new season. I don't know if that's true or not. Netflix I'm, told me I, I welcome don't it, follow these things. You ne- can't trust Netflix. Oh. All right, we had a little uh production break. Mm. Nico woke up and uh now maybe he won't be coughing in your ears in the background. That'd be nice. Um, if only okay. we could edit life in such a way, just to clamp the things away. I need to tell you something. Okay, I'm and listening. I, actually, that's a great point. My gosh, if we could just like do a, a clap in, clap out, yeah. edit break in I mean, life, that'd be Tinkerbell awesome. I mean, kept alive. Why can't we use it to get rid of the things we don't like? <laughs> How do you remember things like that? That's what my mind do, does. <laughs> that's what it do. It, what it do. Um, 
Instagram is an app that you do not use. I don't use it, but I'm familiar with it. I've heard it's the hot old thing amongst the not kids. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely the hot old thing amongst the not kids. Um, Although our kids use it plenty, I'll tell you that much. Instagram is rolling out a feature. I have it on my personal account. Sort of Awesome does not have it on that account. They call it Secret Government... Oh, that's not a new feature. (laughs) That was embedded in the original coding. They're naming it more honestly this time. Yes. They're doing this wild and wacky thing in the messaging part of Instagram where you can drop a sort of status update. You can ask a question or talk just like... So as a participant, not as the main... Yeah. It's in the... Do you want me to show you a visual? No. I'd rather stumble <laughs> through this and pretend like I know what you're talking about. It's like stories in the messaging app, and it's limited number of characters. So some people are using it to put in song lyrics, like I used to do on Facebook back in 2009. Are you making a claim against Instagram? No. You'd like to get paid for this idea you had long before they did? No, no. And it makes sense that people are doing this because Facebook and Instagram are, of course, meta. Um, other people are uh, asking questions. Some people are making statements or just telling what they're doing. It is like a status update. It's in Instagram messages. People are confused and perplexed because nobody asked for this. However, it's been fun to play around with. And one thing I did this week is just ask. You played the- around with it? Yeah, I did. And I asked the question, what was your top TV show of the year? Now, did you ask this as a, just like, hey, here's a thing I'm asking, or did you attach this to somebody else's thing? No, it was just me asking. Okay, so does the feature work both ways, or just... The feature works both ways in the sense that people who also have this feature now, they're the only ones that can see that, uh, because it's only in their messaging part of Instagram. Very good. Well, it's confusing, and I feel like the way I'm explaining it is even more complicated. It's not that serious, okay? Ultimately, what I'm trying to say, don't, nope, you've got that glazed look in your eye. You've left the building mentally. (laughs) Well, I was reaching out to my CIA CIA contact to see what's, what's going on here, actually. Okay, all of that to say, I asked the question, and the people who do follow my account who could see it because they have this Because only some can somehow, some way. Yes. Um, some people responded, top TV show of the year. Some of the ones that were mentioned were uh, Stranger Things, which I wholeheartedly agree with. Well, Why would you roll your... Because uh, you evidently watch season the only four. people that get to participate are the ones that have watched it. What? What? Where am I'm I? confused. It's okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the others that people mentioned that stood out. The main thing I want to say is that across the board, you want to know the one show that was mentioned over and over? Lost. Why are you so mean to me? I'm not being mean. I just, you asked a question and I just answered with what popped into my head. You think if I ask a question about TV, the answer is always going to be lost? Yes, more often than not. That's what I've learned through trial and error is that if I will answer lost, I'm right more than I'm wrong. (laughs) With you. All right. Those are probably true facts. The one TV show that many people mention, and I, and I think you might agree. Vikings. No. Damn it. The bear. The bear. It's a good show. Yes, chef. It's a great show. I'm, I'm not a chef. You are a chef. 
not classically trained, mm-hmm. but you're a fantastic cook in the kitchen. There's a difference in a you're cook and a chef. Probably more advanced than a line cook. I don't know. I've never tested myself okay. in that way. All right. And you don't really want to. Yeah, not so much. <clears throat> I don't think I could bear the humiliation. I would say The Bear is definitely in my top three shows of the year. I didn't mean to make a pun there about <laughs> bearing the humiliation. And then the show is The Bear. Yeah, that was unintentional. That's good. That good. I would say The Bear is in my top shows of the year. Stranger Things season four definitely is. Also, Yellow Jackets. Can all of us not forget Yellow Jackets on mm. Showtime? Don't don't you dare say otherwise. I don't get to talk. Let me finish my sentence. I I wasn't talking yet. You were making you, a noise. You were like, oh, let me put words in your mouth and then argue with you before you ever get a chance to even say what you thought. You, made, you old bastard. You made a... Def- Why do you continually call me an old bastard? That's only what you call yourself. <laughs> you old bastard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't even throw the funk on it like you do. Um... You made a definitive sound of dissent, and I am personally offended. It was not dissent. Yes, it was. Let's. You oh. don't even know the depths of dissent as I might present it to the world. Okay. I would say Yellow Jackets is extremely, extremely well-written, very engaging, incredibly well-acted. It did not get enough love in the moments that it was out. There is going to be season two coming out next year, and it was in my top three. It's a fantastic show, and if you haven't watched it, and you're okay with a little hinting towards cannibalism, may I remind you, Christina Ricci and Juliette Lewis being awesome, now you're just not saying You're just talking so I don't get to. (laughs) You're just... Let's be honest, for like the last 40 seconds, I haven't even heard anything you've said. I've just been waiting my turn to talk. Okay. Go. It's not, It's my turn now? Yes. Okay. I just, I have a question, mm-hmm. if I may. You may. So those three shows. Yeah. The Bear. Mm-hmm. The Stranger Things show. Season four, yes. Season four. Mm-hmm. And... Damn it. Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. Out of those three, they're very different. All three. Very different from each other. Just you yourself, if you could only watch two shows, if that's just all you had in your your tank of show-watching fuel. And yeah, I did get a little heavy on the H Mm -hmm. that doesn't belong in watching. Um, Which two would you watch? I think the answer is going to surprise you. Oh, Okay. I'm going to say... Which one would you skip? I would I would probably skip the bear. You suck. You know why? Because I liked it. No. Yeah. Because, are you talking about watch for the first time or watch again? Watch for the first time. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. I misunderstood wow, the question. potty mouth. I misunderstood the question. I thought you were saying, like, if you could only watch two of those three shows, like, forever for the rest of your life, you, you, what would you no, pick? No, no. Like, you kind of know... You have the knowledge right now yeah. of what your enjoyment level okay. would end up being, but then you could have only picked two of them. Okay. Then that changes my answer completely. Okay. I misunderstood completely what you were asking. Then I would pick the bear in Yellow Jackets. Okay. Well, that surprises me that you would I, skip 
I love Stranger Things. I love that show. It's probably one of my top shows of my life. However, you would listen. Here's the truth. If that's your accurate answer, you would only skip Stranger Things for Yellow Jackets because you tend to not fully love yourself at times. No. And this would be your compromise to say I don't I don't deserve two good shows in a year. The Bear and Yellow Jackets are amazing shows. Stranger Things is on into its storytelling arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you thought it was less? You thought it was less than? I honestly How dare think you? Season Did four, you just... I had to put my head inside of my sweatshirt to just, like, calm down before I scream into the microphone. Okay. It looked like you were... Doing like a weird turtle-ish do a turtle thing, thing to see. It was like a self-protective measure. Pit stinker is that Kyle? And you came back happy, so I guess you think it's me. Listen, I think that we have different criteria here. The thing about Stranger Things, oh, and what, again, what, words. We have different criteria. Mine's the truth. I don't know what yours is. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll clap us out and back in on the, as we do for edits, if you want to punch me in the face again for the third time this episode. What would your There's probably be? You could probably establish a GoFundMe and people would pay for someone else to edit the punches out. <laughs> and that's fair. That's fair. I don't judge anyone for that. Like, what would your criteria be? I don't understand what I'm, the difference is. I'm not here. even looking at it from my perspective. I'm looking at it from what I have heard how I've seen you react to these shows, it baffles me that you would clip Stranger Things. I'm not saying you didn't enjoy Yellow Jackets. I'm saying your enjoyment of Stranger Things and the Bear were just borderline invasive on everyone around you, except that I welcome it. I love when people get ugly with their love for something and the way that you loved those other two shows it shocks me because i didn't see that strength of response yeah. out of you for yellow jackets not to take anything away from it mm -hmm. or how good it was i just didn't see you responding as strongly to it through the moments of viewing and yes rehashing because that's what we do yes we wear it out in between episodes yeah so it surprises me. It's no judgment. It truly is no judgment. It just surprises me based on the the visceral nature of your response to the other two. Interesting. I don't know what else to say. Do you well, have Sigmund Freud might know? Do I you, don't even know what that meant. I don't either. Do you have any top shows for the year? As you think for back? the year, Oof, that's a long time. I tend not to live that long at once in my mind. It's okay. hard to span all of that. Would the bear be on your list? The bear was an excellent, excellent show. That's one of the few shows that I have watched that can make you both that uncomfortable in the mayhem of the reality of what's going on, but also you just keep going to the next episode. You won't turn it yeah. off. You won't stop watching it. Yeah. To me, that's that's masterful writing. I would, I would agree. They engaged you in the reality of, of a, a life, even if it was fabricated, that was so rough, but did so in a way that you couldn't stop watching. Absolutely, yes. What about the old man? Remember that? The old CIA? Man River? The CIA. Is it Jeff? 
Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Is that what it was called? The old man. That was yeah. a good. That was a good thing. And I don't really like Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Is that who that is? Yeah, it is. Don't uh, don't judge me too harshly, anybody. I'm not even that big a fan of the dude. Mm. Yeah, and the Big Lebowski, which was Jeff Bridges. I'm very surprised to hear that. I'm. I've just never been a big Jeff Bridges. I always liked his brother more. Bo. Bo, spelled in the Louisiana way. Yes. Without the X, I suppose. <laughs> right. Um, I've just never been a, a big Jeff Bridges fan, but that. That was well done. He he acted well the part, even if it was written specifically around him. That yeah. was well done. Yeah. But I don't know that I'd put it in a top. I'm just finding a difficult time in the moment of saying, this show, that show, for that duration of time. House of the Dragon? Eh, it, it's good. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a fickle lover, and... It didn't. Uh, it didn't make me that tickled. Dahmer as a lover. Dahmer was good. Again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it like in Grand Slam territory, knocking it out of the ballpark territory. Okay. All right. Well, I will tell the truth on myself. I hope so. Always tell the truth. Tell the truth and shame the devil, as they say. Mm-hmm. I have done. Genuinely no reading or listening in the past week. My life has been consumed with all of the merrymaking that mothers do to make Christmas happy for all. Hap, hap, happy? The hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bean Crosby tap danced with Danny K. Danny K or Doris Day? Danny K. Okay. Um, So no, I've, I've done nothing. I've been in Christmas mode. That's fair. So, do you have any listens or reads that you need to pop into the conversation? Kind of, but in a in a I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hmm. Words escape me. I was going to say... A thing, and I couldn't think of it, and then I thought to say in a tantric way, but then that seems wildly inappropriate and, okay. and not correct. Um, I have a quote. Do we want to do this now, or do we want to save it for the Well, it's involved end. with reading. You were the one that jumped into reading. Okay. I you, we were going to save this. You can choose. You I'll save it. Would. I'll save it like a prisoner keister's illicit drugs all right let's save it then okay that's my my producerial intuition got it and the keister okay we were having a conversation earlier that's code for butthole okay just 
In case nobody knew. I think everybody knows what a keister is. We were having a conversation because... We've had many. You'll have to be more specific or preferably explicit. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't prepared for that. Sorry, I snotted into the microphone, everybody. Um, It's also my right ear. It's okay. Mac and JK are super, super, super into the concept of different gaming platforms. Oh, it's the all-encompassing, only important thing in life. Yes. They know the timelines of each major company's release, how successful... Only back to the NES. Yeah. Somehow they can't transition to Atari, Commodore 64. They barely believe that Atari existed, even though you've told them many tales of it. Uh, So, yeah, starting with Nintendo, original NES, and then moving forward to the modern era, including the PS5 that they got for Christmas. Well, all the way PS1, 2, 3, and 4. Oh, yes, all of them. They've not talked a lot about the Xbox. I think they are Zucker haters. No, that would be a different. They're also Zucker haters, but Gates (laughs) Gates haters. Um, Here's the thing. They are easily persuaded by Mm. the YouTubery. Yes. And apparently the general consensus in the gaming uh, videos they've watched is that Xbox is a crappy platform. Okay. For gaming. And so they're very... Where do you stand on this? I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of talking about it. I was going to... I thought you were going to say something else. And I was going to press just for the sake of... Agitating you, but you said that with such vehemence. All I can do is offer a silent high five because okay, we don't want to clap. And I'm just <laughs> like, that's good for you. I genuinely don't care, but I've I have no. You don't give a shit, and there's a difference. <laughs> but for hours of conversation with them, I've talked about and listened to mostly listening uh, to the different. Um, you know, the sort of pros and cons of each platform. Yeah, completely ill-informed, but nonetheless introduced with strength. But it got us to talking just moments ago before we started recording about the different gaming platforms. Yes. And you named off a whole laundry list of games that were Atari-specific. Well. Including and, and not limited still. to Donkey Kong. So, yeah. So their exposure to NES is going to be current releases of a recreation. And what seems to be out there right now has reached further back than whatever was NES. So right. we, we saw, was it Mac? Wait, let me tell you this. Hang on. Okay. Wait, Mac, our son? Our or son. Or Mac, the, not, <laughs> the Apple product? Not Mac, the Apple product, or okay. Mac Daddy, or okay. any of their Mac applications, Mac trucks. Mac, our son, did put an application on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. That is for NES and Super NES. Yes. And so he has been dabbling in these retro games. Which is where my statement comes. It was, I believe it was him. I don't know. They they look the same. I still can't tell the difference between my own progeny. Not true. Um, I believe it was him. I'd come downstairs, and he was playing Donkey Kong. Yes. That is not an NES game. Right. This is what got us started down this path, because I told you, and and you had seen him. He's been playing Donkey Kong. It's quite challenging for him. He gets frustrated with it. Which makes me laugh hysterically, like, what are you doing, you noob? (laughs) (laughs) And so then you got all... um, 
well, pedantic, if I may. Well, thank you. About the fact that uh, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, what were the others you named? A Frogger? Frogger, Cubert. Yeah, that these were not on the Nintendo platform. Mm. They were Atari. They may have been on there at one time, but they were. that's not where they originated. They originated in the world of Atari. Well... Only some of us know that. I didn't. I wasn't privileged enough to have an Atari as a child. Well, My first gaming platform was a Commodore 64. That, in some instances, arguably... Hmm, now, that was post-Atari. I was going to say that could have been before, but that was post-Atari. Yeah. But then, oh, the gems from the Commodore 64. Do you remember any of them properly and what they were in that black screen with green pixelation i said this and and you didn't believe me i mean well, not did I or didn't you were you, you were skeptical okay that i'm always could, the skeptic that you could play frogger on commodore 64 yeah that that throws me a little bit i maybe and listen i could be wrong i just i feel like in my memory i can remember yeah, it's possible playing frogger on there we also hey, had we supposedly put somebody on the moon back in the 60s i mean anything's possible <laughs> Um, we also had in our house... The earth may be round after all. I don't know. <laughs> we had a, a game on Commodore 64 that may have been very, and I mean very specific to our family's interests. Okay. It was called Tooth Invaders. Oh, of course it was specific to your family. Your father, the doctor dentist? Yes. Of course it was. Doctor of dental surgery. Did you, did you root canal those evil minions? didn't root canal them, but... I'd like to root canal a few people. (laughs) (laughs) This game was exactly what it sounds like. It was a game of good oral health. Yes. (laughs) So you would have a toothbrush or a floss. Again, this is Commodore 64, so imagine those primitive gameplay you can think of. But in the same vein of thought, the old gameplay thing where, hey, if you want to choose easy mode, you choose the toothbrush. (laughs) You want to go hardcore mode, you choose the floss. (laughs) You had to do some of both, believe it or not. And it was a race against time to keep those teeth healthy. As is life. Man, what I wouldn't give to play Tooth Invaders again. But I will say... I can make that happen if you really want it. (laughs) Okay. I have some resources available to me. And quite possibly before the new year, I can make that happen. I would love that. That would be the best Christmas ever. All right. Challenge accepted. Okay. My very, very, very favorite game on Commodore 64. It was rudimentary as hell, but man, I was good at it. And it's called Snakebite. Snakebite? I don't think I ever played Snakebite. Tell me about this. Snakebite is a game where you are a snake. You, the character, you're a snake. Mm -hmm. And you have to go all around the screen getting apples. But every time you chomp an apple, you get longer. You can't run into your own butt. Yes. Okay. Well, that's. I would just know that as snake. Okay. But without the apples, just pixelated world of, it was just pixels that you ate. Yeah. Okay. Well, these were apples. Okay. And I was so freaking good at that game. I was the reigning champion of my family. You never bit your own butt. I mean, eventually I would. I was a kid. Okay. So eventually I lose. But I could rock that game. I could probably still rock it. You probably could. I have yet to see you in our marriage bite your own butt. So... (laughs) Um, we were talking about the Commodore 64, and then, of course, there was the mm, Apple IIe. The Apple IIe. Did that have games? Which stood for exquisite. Of course it did. 
Why are you so offended? I didn't of know. Of course it did. Where did you grow up? In America? In, in a poor house. A third world country? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Of course there were games. Is that what we played Oregon Trail on? Yes. Although it wasn't probably the 2E. It was the, just the Apple. Oregon Trail. Remember? Oregon? No, not Oregon. Oregon. Like the liver is an organ. Oregon. 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 Or however. Shell, help us out. However we've you pronounce had this, we've, it's this already freaking been decided. state. It's the it's the Oregon literally trail. it's the fifty first state nobody knows <laughs> I made that up doesn't matter nobody but is this me. what we played it on at school I feel like it was we played on Apple because Apple was the first one that was like hey here's an untapped market let's give free computers to school childrens they'll take it home and ask for it for Christmas <laughs> and then decades later they will stand in line to buy the newest indeed. release of our iPhone indeed everyone line up <laughs> this phone could get you to the moon if that were possible. Why am I on that kick today? I don't you like know. to. Once you get on that kick, you like to I guess keep so. kicking it around. I guess so. Okay, so the Apple IIe, we could play II. Oregon Trail on it. Well, I have, a, I have a unique, at least in my mind, unique experience. Yeah. Um, there was a, a young man down the street from where I grew up. Not all the way. Don't to, say his full name. Not all the way to the bad neighborhood. I didn't even know where that was. Yeah. There probably wasn't one near where we lived. My my dad was well-to-do. Yeah, I know, because you had an Atari, you little we rich kid. Yeah, Atari like a bunch of pricks. <laughs> and one of my neighbors had a garage band. Aren't we hot? Um, that's true, actually. But that's a different story. And they never made it, so don't bother <laughs> go looking for famous garage bands from Kyle's neighborhood. Google will not find anything okay. of value mm-hmm. there. This young man, I'll just call him Alex. Oh, okay. That's a good enough name, right? And his dad was a computer programmer for none other than the evil energy company, Conoco, MFing Phillips. <laughs> MFing. It has nothing to do with anything other than his dad was a computer guy. And oddly, his dad, who is a computer guy, chose an Apple product, an Apple IIe for them. And then according to the story Alex told, and listen, I was irresponsible. Alex was younger than me and knew even less than life in life. Um, he claimed that some of the games we played, his dad had like somehow magically programmed away from PC, whatever that was in the day and age to be able to be played on Apple. I don't know. You were a kid. You believed anything. I believed anything. But what we did play, which were, in fact, popular games, were Dig Dug and Pitfall. Wow. Hours. Hours of this we played. I think that's where I learned not my first, but my second curse word. Oh. Oh. On the game? Uh, No, just in the frustration of playing the game, I created curses that had not existed, but then they caught on. It went beyond I was no. a, I was a trendsetter. Right. It was like F no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dang. I was young, but I was I was ahead of my time. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yes. D- did you play Pitfall? No. Are you kidding me? I told you, could you. Sw- I grew you up could, in the poorhouse. <laughs> you could swing on a rope. It was a thing. It was a vine. It was a vine rope. Okay. A rope vine. Oh, and you were trying to not fall in the pit? Into the quicksand when you swung uh, on the vines. Because if there was one thing that struck terror yes. in the hearts of our generation. Even in the digital world. It was quicksand. Quicksand. <laughs> it, what, here's the question. Oh, does quicksand was even a, exist? Was that a, yes, it does. I've actually been in it in real life. Is that true? It is true. 
It is true. I feel skeptical. It's fine. We'll share the story later if you can choose to believe or not believe. Okay. But it won't change the fact that Christmas is this week. And everybody needs anti-quicksand shoes. Also known as one of the formats of Adidas Originals, uh, Nike Milkshakes, one of those yeah. originals from the 80s. In fact, they were designed to, to save to, you. Yes, if you get into the quicksand. The quicksand, yes. Yes, there is a limited number of people who will understand the abject terror that we all lived in yeah. of quicksand. I just got a pair of, of Adidas stands. Yeah, you did. Stan Smiths. Yeah. Is it Stan Smith? Stan Smith, yes. I think it's Stan Smith. Stans, the... the Classic, original, except they remade it with vegan leather options. I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. I'm frankly surprised you went with that option. You're like I said, I'm now. not sure how You're I feel about vegan. it yet. I guess I am a closet vegan. I can't even chew my own fingernails now. And I think that's how the rules go. You can chew them, you just can't swallow them. can't swallow them. Okay. There you go. That sounds like a Bill Clinton answer if I've ever heard one. What? Were we talking about quicksand and games? Pitfall. Okay, yes. All right. Uh, That sounds fun. What else do you want to say about games on the Apple IIe? Um, I don't remember. I mean, like the only one I can remember playing is Oregon Trail at school. Or Oregon Trail, depending on how you pronounce things. Yes. It was good. It was good. And it was a respite from Mrs. Erner, the most hardcore second grade teacher I've ever had. I only had the one, so that's unfair to her, I suppose. Okay, I think we should ask Awesome Today fam their first yes. their, their first whether video you, yeah, game. Whether you like them or not, whether you ever stuck yeah. with it or just moved on and were like, I have better things to do. Right, 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 right. What'd you play? Let's what do you remember? It. Come on now. All right, I need to tell you something. Okay. And the Awesome Today fam as well. <clears throat> Last night, a couple of nights this ago, as you're listening. Dirty. No. Okay. It's a very wholesome tale. Hmm, I love a wholesome story. A wholesome tale of a friendship. Never. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you almost did a spit take. Mm-hmm. Uh, you made your own self laugh that hard. It was good. I enjoyed it. This is a wholesome tale of a friendship formed by awesomes. Uh oh. So uh, Saturday night. Are they getting married? No, it's me and Grace. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God, because I didn't want you to leave me. Not yet. All right. You got to get a few other things. In I got to get the financial things laid out first, and also then you, you can go. You got to get Nico uh, a little older, a little bit older, yes. Because okay. if I'm going to win all the children, I don't want that to be a punishment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's hope none of our children ever listen to this show. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um. So yes. So my friend Grace is an awesome superstar, mm-hmm. and uh, we met years ago because we were. We both had our children at the Science Museum here in Oklahoma City. And That's she, awkward. She, you both gave birth at the Science Museum? <laughs> at the same time? Or was it separated by, but you saw like in the Daily Oklahoma and you were like, we both gave birth there? How'd this work? I literally can't breathe. <laughs> You're You're weeping. I am the actual cry laugh emoji. <laughs> I know I said that wrong. <laughs> awkwardly. I appreciate that you did. <laughs> so, this was many years ago when Sword of Awesome was fairly new. Back before they allowed childbirth at the museum. Yes. 
Yeah, before they did. It is a science museum, so there is a childbirth wing. But. Yes, well, the whole there's a whole theater for it. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Help me, Lord. All right, okay. I'll stop. I'm sorry. So, anyway, she had taken her children to the science museum, and I had taken our children to the science museum. I was talking to the kids, maybe yelling at them. Who knows? Hers or yours? Mine. Okay. And she recognized my voice <laughs> when I wasn't yelling. Hey, you were yelling at my kids, but I'm not offended. <laughs> would you Would you be willing to spank one of my children? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, she introduced herself. We struck up a conversation. It was the beginning of an ongoing wonderful friendship. Well, her birthday is today as we're recording. Oh, happy birthday, Grace. Thank you, yes. And so yesterday... And to your illegitimate museum board child. <laughs> That's um, unfair. No. It could have been a legitimate child. It was just born in a museum. <laughs> like all of mine. Right? Like most of our children. That's We've planned life around that. Yes. I've changed professions so we could make sure it happened. <laughs> this is the stupidest bit we've ever come up with. <laughs> Okay, it's Grace's birthday. Now, as most December babies do feel, there's... there's they're a, cheated. They're cheated. Yeah. And I feel sorry for them in a sense of, like, not sorry, like pity, but like... Sorry, sucker. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look, I empathize, although mine's in the opposite season. I have a June birthday. Mm -hmm. When you are a kid... And you have a, a summer birthday. I mean, it just sucks. Nobody comes to your parties because everyone's on vacation or at camp. Okay. You don't get to have your special birthday at school. Nobody sings happy birthday to you. Your mom can't bring cupcakes because there's no freaking school. Nobody's there. I know this pain. Well, sort of. You will have spent most of your birthdays in oh, two days camp. You're going to crap on my memories? <laughs> Please go on. When you were little, little, though, you weren't in football two-a-days. When I was little, little, though, school didn't start until after Labor Day. Oh, okay. Wow, your eyes are all dilated. Well, Calm down. quite honestly, <laughs> it was a miracle for anyone to go to school past third grade back in those days. It was a long time ago. Okay. I um, graduated third grade. So, Grace has a December birthday, and, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it kind of gets lost in the shuffle, but... I was um, really thrilled with the opportunity, since she hadn't made plans yet, to plan a day for us to spend just doing birthday stuff. Just giving birth in random museums <laughs> all around the state, the city metro area. God. I can't even tell this story now. This story's not even important <laughs> after all this has happened. So we went down to the Paseo neighborhood of Oklahoma City. That's one of the artsy districts. It is very artsy. We shopped the whole afternoon. It was fantastic. We had a great time. Did you buy anything? I bought a lot of things. Yeah, I thought so. I did a lot. That's well, why I canceled your card. No, it's because my dad, our children's your grandfather. dad canceled your card. No, my dad, at the very last minute, shoved a bunch of cash in my hand. It was like, go get the kids some Christmas presents. And you laughed maniacally and said, ha, ha, ha. I was a kid once. No. And bought all the things for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't. Anyway, I had made a reservation for Grace and I to go to a very well-known restaurant in the Paseo neighborhood called Frida Southwest. How would you spell that? It's F-R-I-D-A. 
and it was delicious, but I took a picture of the cocktail menu. Nobody can see this. Because I am confident whoever created, whoever designed, whoever planned the drink menu for cocktails at Frida Southwest is most likely a Gen Xer like you and I. Okay. Because let me read you the names of these cocktails. All right, go. OMG Becky. I like Big Buds. Itty Bitty Waste. This is all from one song. Get Sprung. Them Jeans She's Wearing. Can't Stop Staring. Those are two separate drinks. In My Bins. That Average Groupie. To Hell With Romancing. Buns Hun. And One 900 Mix-A-Lot. Are those all literally from one song? From one song. Wow. And this is why I think this is a Gen Xer who just was like, let's go for it. Let's just do one song. And it's yeah. all... The, of the drinks on their cocktail does menu. Does the menu change I to a different song does. theme? Same does, drinks, different song? It does say seasonal craft cocktails. Okay. So I do think they probably rotate. But we happen to be there during the season of... Uh, of Mix-A-Lot? Yeah, Baby Got Back. Indeed. Now, Grace... She did, by the way. Grace had the better of the two cocktails. I got one, she got oh, one. Oh, you guys were... You were cooperatively sipping? No wonder you had a baby in the museum. <laughs> okay. I got the in my bins. I was skeptical about it. And maybe like I like, because I was skeptical about it, I then had a you couldn't mid-drink experience. It, Becky? Yeah. So here's what was in the in my bins. Garden Club Vodka. You know I love a vodka. Mm-hmm. Pear Liqueur. Okay. St. Germain. What's that? Um, well, you don't know. It's nope. okay. I'll I'll put you on the spot. Edit it out if you want to. It's okay. Um, I'll look it up while we're talking about other things. While I talk? Yes. Lemon Vanilla Rubios Tea Honey Syrup. And it was good, but I'm going to say this. It would have been a better summer drink. It was very summery to me. Well, yeah, it sounds summer. Other than pears. Pears are very Christmas time. Harry and David pears are OMG, Becky. Those are the best ones that have ever lived on this planet. my hairy pears. Harry and David pears are the gift that... You walked into that, and you're now trying to ignore it. It's true. Harry and David pears are the gift that no one's ever sad about getting. I would disagree. I hate them. We got them several times growing up. Mm -hmm. Here comes another box of Harry pears. Nobody wanted those. Yes. I'll tell you a secret. Okay. If you eat multiple pears in one sitting... You're going to have some gastrointestinal You're going to be sitting on the toilet yes. for a little while. Yep. Cursing Harry and David. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them simultaneously. Yo, bastards. You bastards. My, oh, my guts. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Can I tell you what's in the buns, hun? That's what Grace got. Please do. Rabbit hole gin. Grace loves a gin cocktail. Okay. <clears throat> Rabbit hole gin. Plum gin liqueur. Interesting. Amaro Montenegro, plum sake. Okay, so a lot of plum-centric yeah. things here. And cardamom bitters, which that were really sense. strong in the drink and tasted delicious. We traded sips. That's interesting. As you do. I can only assume that there is a hint of cardamom and that it is a bitters. And trying to imagine that with plums, I cannot. It was so but good. But it sounds interesting. It was so good. Anyway, we had a delightful meal. We started with the lobster pot pie empanadas. Oh, good Lord. They were so good. Lobster pot pie. 
empanadas. Wow. And their empanada shell, you know. I would drink prison swill with that. You don't even (laughs) have to have a fancy drink. Um, A traditional empanada shell Mm -hmm. is usually more, to me, the ones I've had are more like pie crust pastry, you know, like flaky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was more like, and stay with me, I know this is going to sound weird. I want you to go in your mind to... You had me at weird. Okay. Think about the crust of a McDonald's apple pie. Yeah. Okay? You know what I'm talking about? It was that kind of crust. Okay. A little bit sweet. Definitely had that, like, bubbly, weird, crunchy texture to it. Yes. And if you eat it too soon, you'll scald all the skin out of your mouth. you got to let it cool down. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So lobster pot pie filling, it came with, like, a little side of uh, shoestring potatoes and a little salad. But the empanadas were the star of the appetizer. Yes. Then for our mains, we did a little split thing, which the kitchen was happy to do for us. You bet they are. We did the. You'll pay for how much? <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll split that up. We did the seafood tamale trio, and the oh my gosh, I always forget the scallops, bacon wrapped scallops. Mm-hmm. The bacon can't go wrong there. Yeah, the bacon wrapped scallops were dressed. They were served over risotto. I noticed you brought none of those home. Uh, they were gone, Daddy gone. Mm-hmm. The scallops were gone. That's gone, Daddy gone is a Violet Femme song. I do not call. <laughs> Daddy, for any reason. Not on mic, usually. <laughs> um, those were all gone. They were so good. Um, the scallops, I always forget about scallops because, well, honestly, you don't see them on menus that much when you're out. They're a carrier. Yes. They have no private value. Yeah. they got to be paired with things. The scallops were dressed in some kind of a sweetish sauce. Not Swedish, the country. Mm. It was sweet. The sauce was? Ish. Oh my gosh, so good. And we also got a side of lobster mac and cheese. Yes, that you did bring home. Which makes me think it was the lowest performer. Honestly, it was so good, but we were like so full okay. from the other food that I'm I just described. I'm a little bit offended that I didn't get at least a scallop. Even There's a, only three even, scallops. Even a scallop belch in my direction. I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> there was three scallops for Grace and I. We each had one and a half scallops. I would have eaten like 10 of them. They were so good. Okay. Um, well, sounds like you ordered wrong after that. <laughs> for her birthday, they did bring out a piece of pumpkin cheesecake, which was just okay. I mean, okay. honestly, the cheesecake was like the least impressive part of the whole meal. But it was so good. So if you're in OKC, and if you've been thinking about going to Frida Southwest, I will tell you, do it. And you'll provide directions to the best birthing museums in the Tri-City area. What are the Tri-Cities, Edmund Norman and OKC? I think so. Okay. Um, maybe Tulsa, if you want to get fancy. That's quite a drive to it's, give birth. <laughs> but it's a, it's a broader, if you can't make it proper to one of the places, it gives you a little more room to still satisfy the trifecta. Okay. Now, thank you for letting me rave on about that meal. It was so good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. The company was fantastic. Grace is truly one of my dearest friends, and I'm so thankful for this whole endeavor that I do with my work that it has brought so many amazing yeah. people to my life personally. I unintentionally made you pay the price for your absence from the home. <laughs> yeah, you want to tell that story? I will if you want. So I was... Uh, I'm not a good mom. No, I'm a great dad. I'm, thank you. I appreciate that. But you're a bad but I'm mom. Not, you're not so good at the momming. Um, especially the younger the child is, the the bigger the failure. 
I was all consumed with getting a, a meal, being prepared, all of that. I'd, I had come downstairs. You were gone by 3, right? Mm-hmm. I'd come downstairs around 3.30, 3.35 range to check on my dishes that were cooking. And I saw... Well, let's just pause right there. Okay. I can't emphasize this enough. Like, you cook dinner every night for the most part in our family. Mm-hmm. And so as... I'm preparing to be gone for most of the afternoon and evening. It's like, do you want me to just say take out for the kids and or do you want to cook? And at first you're like, maybe take out. But then later in the day, you're like, no, no, you know what? I'm going to cook. I felt inspired. And so, yes, you like it. I think that I sometimes take for granted the fact that you're just like, yeah, dinner's covered. Like I will do it either way. Well, thank you. I appreciate the the kindly nod, especially publicly. That makes me look like less of a raging a-hole than probably is accurate. Maybe more of an old bastard, but anyway. So yeah, I was doing a thing. I've been on a kick lately where I'm experimenting through different versions of carne asada, which is uh, Latino, Mexican specifically, versions of beef stew Mm -hmm. that you would make thicker than the Americanized version of beef stew. Mm -hmm. Serve it on tortillas, on mashed potatoes, on rice, some starch that you're using with it. Yeah. And so that's what I was working on. I'd come downstairs 3.30, range to check on that. you got to make sure it's not burning to the bottom of the pot after yes, all. right. And I'd come down. We have horseshoe stairs. So I'd come down the living room side because the kitchen side, any longtime listener will know, those are the stairs from hell that everyone in our family has fallen down. I try to avoid that side. I don't like to go and slide down that side like an idiot, bruising every, my back on every stair. Every time you're coming down the stairs for the first time of the day in the morning in the dark and you choose the kitchen side, I like hold my breath it's until a risk. you get to the bottom. It's a risk. And yeah. believe me. I'm not holding my breath, but I am holding both ass cheeks, just waiting to see. Is, is today the day, buddy? Is this, is this how it's going down? Is this how they will eulogize you? It's a risk. All right, so you came so down. I wasn't worth the risk. I came down the living room yes. side. And I saw young Nico Gus, who, for lack of a better descriptor, he was sitting Indian-style but then he was kinked over and his forehead was resting on a pillow. I don't know how anybody could sleep like that. He was out cold. The child had been up since 4.15. We tried. Right. I tried to get him down for a so nap. hard. Starting at like noon because he had gotten yeah. up so early. I tried to get him down for a nap. He was not going Once to do it. Once he gets it. all hopped up on the sugars, yes. he's not stopping. The sugar and Christmas spirit. He yeah. was like full of both. He crashed and Christmas spirit was gone. Yeah. I picked him up. I moved him to the couch and then did my cooking stuff, went back to other things I was doing. About an hour later, which is really all the longer his nap should be, I heard him stirring and I heard our second daughter involved with that and I thought, oh good, he's up. Mm -hmm. I zone out doing things I'm doing. I come back down right out an hour-ish later and he's out. And evidently the sibling was like, oh no, you want to go back to sleep so I can keep doing what I want to (laughs) do. Yes. And that never bodes well for a good bedtime. So by the time you got home, he was like, I'm ready to rock. Yeah. I had all the sleep. (laughs) So you paid the price for your enjoyable evening. You know what though? It worked out for me. He was up quite late. 
he was happy to watch a movie. In fact, he was watching Home Alone 2 mm-hmm. with the twins. And then when that was over, the twins were fast asleep. He, when it was over, he wrote Home Alone 3. He acted <laughs> all the parts. Um, he was up quite late, but then he slept till 6 o'clock this morning. That's And that's bizarre. And he didn't wet himself oh overnight, which is a big the, battle right yeah, now. Yeah, back to the thing on that. Um, also, speaking of Home Alone... And I did, though, just for the record. Yeah, so I had another set of sheets to change, yeah. you old bastard. <laughs> you old bastard, get some bladder control. Um, speaking of Home Alone... You'd do you like remember... me to leave so you could be Home Alone? Yes, all okay. of you, get out of here. Get out. Accidentally leave me, <laughs> please, I'm begging you. <laughs> Go somewhere cold and miserable. You're all bastards. I'll go somewhere cold and miserable. No, no, don't do that. Okay. Um, so, do you remember this when the twins went through their initial Home Alone stage when they wanted to watch the original movie and then all of Vaguely. the ones in the franchise? This Vaguely. was a little while back. I feel like it was during the pandemic sometime. Who can remember anything that happened during that debacle? Right. They got so obsessed with the Home Alone universe. Yeah. But they had forgotten about it. Like, they, they'd moved on to other obsessions. Like So they're reunited and it feels so good? Yeah. Vaguely. They're, like, they're like sort of interested in it. They've seen all of the movies. They've dissected them, all of that. But Nico, now, mm. he's only three and a half, but he's old enough to, like, clock at least yeah. on Home Alone 1. The first one is so old, slapstick. Old enough to build a... Home Depot shopping list yes. so that he too can yes. rig the house for the demise of everyone. Yeah, he yeah. has he's really enjoyed that original Home Alone. Well, a couple of days ago, we were coming home from school from his daycare and he was like, "When we get home, I want to watch the movie about heaven." And I was like, "Did all talks go to heaven? Like what right. what did we who's, watch about yeah. heaven? George Burns, who's which heaven are we talking yes. about? Yes, I was just going through my mental Rolodex of like what is he talking about? What movie did they watch about heaven? So I was like, okay, we can watch the movie about heaven. And then he starts kind of chattering on in his Nico way, and I'm able to piece together that when Nico says heaven, he's saying Kevin. Oh. Kevin McAllister well, being the main character of Home Alone. Wouldn't that be an easier religious prospect for all of us if it was just the challenge of getting to Kevin? Yes. Yes, it would. Well, he, he probably already Ooh. has started a new religion. Oh, my gosh. Home Alone is a spiritual allegory. Okay. The journey back to ourselves. To finding your inner Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> we should stop here. That's the, yeah, that's the ultimate of this episode. we pretty much doomed ourselves to hell at this point. So that's no. I, I'm going to think about that for a while. Or to Kevin, which might be hell. I don't know. Home Alone as a spiritual journey. Okay. Hey, it's almost yes. Christmas. It is almost this Christmas. I pointed that be. out an hour ago. It might be the last episode. The last Christmas ever. For 2022. It'll be the last Christmas this year. It will indeed. What should the people do? In no, the it's not over. I had other things to oh talk about. Oh my gosh, about. one more thing. You've been, you've been saving this in, your, in the palm of your hand. I have more than one, and now you're all distracting me. But this is the same thing. Oh, it's, they go together? No, now you've completely <laughs> upset my apple cart. I'm just an so angry sorry. old bastard now. Oh, you damn kids I've... and your frivolity <laughs> enjoyment. Okay. You had two things to tell us, please, you. I can't remember. Well, you. Well, there's you... one, but one feels inappropriate without two. I read, I, I heard, I read through my ears like you do sometimes. I heard a quote 
and it was very applicable to where I'm at recently. The, the quote properly, which unfortunately the place I heard it only knew to give credit to the quote as old saying and not somebody in particular. I don't know. It was, it was included in material long before you had to like properly quote. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Yeah. It's a, it's a looser time. Yes. Prehuelen and whatnot. Yeah. Um, the quote is he that would perfect himself in any art whatsoever. Let him betake himself to the reading of some sure and certain work upon it, his art. What? It sounded like you said uncertain. Sure okay. and certain. Well, I'll start over, okay. and I'll try to satisfy your quibbles. Okay. He that would perfect himself in any art whatsoever, let him betake himself to the reading of some sure and certain work upon his art many times over. For to read many works upon your art produceth confusion rather than learning. And that is a place that I have found myself in recent months not just days is like you've got a you've got to sift through but then if you have found something that is good that you feel and it's good if you feel moved by it it's good if you're like yes this is the thing you, you don't have to leave that you don't have to keep going elsewhere stay with the thing read the one thing whatever that is whatever for some the- people it might be the good old b-i-b-l-e or yeah. that's bible for those who can't spell or any number of other things but when you land on something good, don't be so hasty to rush off to something else. Spend some time with the thing. The sure and certain work. The yes, one not thing. the uncertain one, yes. by all means. Yes. I have no idea. The other thing I feel like now was more important, probably only because I can't remember it. So now I feel like everyone will have a cursed Christmas, probably end up in prison. What? Which is much more serious than jail. Why? I why indeed? Why do we do the things we do? Because oh, we haven't found our way back to Kevin. Kevin. Oh, Kevin, where art thou? <laughs> May everyone find Kevin this Christmas season. And have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.